Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Jody Podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the art of successful relationships. I'm Jody, and the love of my life and partner in crime, Laura, is by my side. Say hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Well, hello, my lady love. Hi, Bubba. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Are you? Yeah, I got my pigtails and I got my wine. I'm good to go. You're ready to go. That's that's the ritual. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a You're little stitious. Yeah. Oh, I saw that coming like a mile <laughs> away. You left it out there like a big matzo ball. <laughs> Um, That's yeah, you the are, office you, in case people. Yeah, you are know. a little superstitious when it comes to the podcasts. Mm, little, yeah, I'm a little bit superstitious anyway. Yeah. A little, a yeah, little, yeah, yeah. I know. Yep, I know. So every podcast, Laura has to have her hair and pigtails, and she has to have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. and um, the podcasts magically turn out delicious when uh, she does that. I think it's because I drink the wine. <laughs> Uh, Not yeah. the pigtails. That's what makes my ass tolerable, <laughs> right? It's a little little bit of wine keeps yeah. keeps me at bay. Yes, I see. I see. Speaking also, of Michael Bay, Michael I'm Bay, kidding. the master of crappy films. <laughs> so, um, what have we been up to? Well, since we're in such close proximity to the most magical place on earth, my belly button. Oh no. <laughs> Don't even. Um, we are, t- uh, which would be Disney World, not yes. Disneyland, not nah. the Magic Kingdom. And for those people that don't know the insider lingo, Universal is not attached to Disney World. Just just putting that out there. And Disney World is not the Magic Kingdom. Is not no. And Disneyland, that's a big no no because that's in California. Correct. So, um, you know, I've been. Frequenting, fre- frequenting Disney World quite often. Um, I go myself. Uh, I have done actually, you know, a couple little um, amateur vlogs for myself and my family of the different oh, parks. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And I've been going with uh, my middle one, Victoria, Tria. Yeah. And um, we've been going, me and you. Dates. Yeah, we've been having, uh, and I really look forward to them too. We've been having, uh, you know, a date day kind of uh, on the weekends. You know, life is uh, eternally stressful. And if you stick your rear end in uh, Disney World, it seems to kind of deflate that a bit. And especially if you're going to like the hotels, because you're literally just walking around. And I do pin trading now. So in case folks listening do not know what that is, it's basically. Disney pins that you get um, online or, you know, through eBay or through Disney itself. And you trade with either cast members, which are the employees that work there, or um, other people. Oh, it has nothing to do with bowling. It has nothing to do with I bowling. I see, I see. But you may be able to pin trade in the bowling alley in Disney Springs. Ah, Splitsville. Splitsville. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so I've been doing that, which is a nice little somewhat free thing to do because I've had these pins for many, many, many years. And so I stumbled upon them again and I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to start pin trading. Yeah, I'm going to pin trade. And it is a huge thing down here. Yeah, it's become a a big thing. It was a big thing when they first started it. And then it kind of tapered off and then it kind of came back strong. Yeah, now it's crazy. Now they bring boards out and in the shape of shields if you go to the castle. And yes, we've been doing that. And um, that's cool. The new thing down here, too, is the uh, Mickey ears. Oh, like uh, people making their own? Yeah, people make their own. Disney has their own where you could get like character ears, like Tangled themed or Epcot ball, like the Spaceship Earth themed or... I have a pair of hand solo um, ears coming a woman is making where there's actually a picture of him on one ear. That's cool. And then there is a, well, not a picture, but a saying that says, never tell me the odds, which is what he said in the my movie. first Star Wars, which is what, episode four now. Episode 97. Oh, so you need to stop doing that. So anyway... That is pretty much my Disney life here, which is making me extremely happy. And we're near the kids and stuff, which is freaking awesome. So Yeah, the kids are just a couple miles down the road. And um, yeah, no, I think it's been very cool. We've kind of gotten into this routine of you know having a date and going and doing stuff. And I think that's super important. And I go in by myself, too. You do. I know. But uh, I, I prefer to think that you're a horribly miserable human being when I'm not around. <laughs> So let me live in delusion land and, okay. and believe that. That's another that's another uh, land. Yeah, exactly. Fantasy delusion land. land. Delusion. <laughs> that's what I live in. And what have you been doing, lovey? I've been hanging out. Beside working. I mean, what's like a fun thing you've been doing beside being with me and going on dates in Disney? Well, I released an EP. What is that? It's an extended play record. Okay. As okay. opposed to a single, but I released an EP. It was very, very well done. Yeah, and it's uh, if anybody cares, you can find it on your any streaming service. It's called Facing the Angst, and it has a lot to do with some of the topics and things that we've talked about. It's my instrumental uh, telling of some of the emotional issues and, and anxiety and all that stuff that I've dealt with. So uh, if anybody's interested, go out to Spotify, go out to uh, to uh, Amazon, go out to, to Apple Music, and uh, give it a listen. Facing the Angst, and the EP is called The Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So then once I finished that, I found that whole process of creating the EP very cathartic. You know, I always had a problem. I don't know, a lot of you guys out there probably have the same issue where... You start something and you're loaded with zest and vigor and you're ready to take on the world and then you're done. And you kind of forget about it. It goes by the wayside. You don't finish it. Well, I'm notorious uh, poor finisher. Yes, you are. When it comes to stuff like that. Yes. I've tried so many things with varying degrees of success through my whole life. And then for some reason, maybe I wasn't that into it or whatever, I just drop it. Um, I've been a beer maker. I've done... Candlestick maker. Yeah, almost, yeah. Um, I've done a whole bunch of of odd things. Um, but music was always there my whole life, which yeah, we've, we've, we've talked about. Yeah, we've tried things, though, and I think what happens, too, is that, well, first of all, your, your job is very stressful. Right. And then the last thing you feel like doing is anything. And I think the second part of that is sometimes people keep trying things, until they find the thing that they go, okay, this is it. Well, see, I've done that about a half a dozen times. <laughs> and also, for the folks out there who don't know, I do have a tendency to also set the bar a little high for myself. You do. You so do. I'll give you an example. 
So I decide uh, when Alex was a little kid and it was my birthday time that I'm going to buy a beer kit. But I can't just buy a beer kit and, yep. and make a beer. I have to see how you qualify for the Great American Beer Festival to submit my beer as yes. one of the best beers in the world. Yeah. Um, if I, I one time thought about making a short film, can't just make a short film. No, I have to see what the qualifications to submit the short film for the Oscar are, because, of course, my short film is going to qualify for an Oscar. And I will say, I, in this case, I held off with the Phoenix. OK, so with the Phoenix by facing the angst, which is pretty much <laughs> just me, um, I finished the project, which was a miracle in itself. You know, occasionally I would finish a song or something, but I finished this entire project and was very excited about it. So I put it out there and I'm proud to say that I am a professional musician now. Earning How much? Seven cents. Wow. <sighs> I feel very good about that. I've got seven. We have more streams on our podcast than all of my songs combined. Well, that's because... And I'm involved. And well, no, I was involved in that as well. And honestly, creating a podcast is a heck of a lot easier than creating a song. I, yeah, because here you just talk. Yeah, I just talk and ramble like a like an idiot. No, and but in podcasts in general, it's talking. I mean, nothing is easier or more natural to people than... Well, no, some people do not have the ability to speak. It so. depends. It depends. I think we do a pretty good job, and we, we pretty much kind of wing these things. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an idea and we have an outline, but for the most part, the conversation is pretty much you know us winging it and well, i'm uh, proud of you for completing that thank you thank you and uh, and i think it came out good it may not it's be everybody's very very good and you know everyone likes the same one is it the second one yeah the second song is is a fairly uh, aggressive song and again these are all instrumentals and they're all is that you know, the one can, i gave the input for um yes okay. i believe it was but yeah go out and listen to it um so then when i finished that that project um you know, I, we we were kind of thinking, what else should I do, right? Now, I've always, since I've been playing uh, musical instruments, I've always loved the art of instrument making for years. You know, I would look at guitars and admire the way that they were constructed and put together. And they are very pretty. Yeah, and then there really is um, quite a, an undertaking. A, that's a very girly answer. Very it's, pretty. It's fantastically pretty. <laughs> It's pretty like lacy undies in a, that kind of a way. Um, but we, uh, you had said to me, why don't you make a guitar? So down I go down the rabbit hole. Here I go. I'm going to be the next great American luthier. And, uh, but I am uh, going to be building a guitar. And I'm, I'm starting with a, uh, a guitar kit um, so that I can understand the process of finishing an assembly and you know, take some serious measurements of the components of the guitar and do all sorts of stuff like that. But I am um, already to the point where I have designed the body of my own instrument and, um, you know, will hopefully soon be ready to do the woodworking to cut that baby out. You. Me. Me. You. Me. Me. You, Bill. Me. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's what I've been up to. Okay, and also I'm in the midst of uh, doing a little short story. I'm almost done. So that is the most difficult thing. I don't know how people write for a living because I think that and stand-up comedian. It's probably the hardest thing in the world. And it it appears that being a president is actually very difficult. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, perhaps. I don't even want to go down there. So 
All right. But so, I bet you're right, though. I think being like a stand-up comic, I yeah. think, is definitely one of the hardest things in the world to do. And I was talking to Tommy about it, actually, a couple of weeks ago. And think about it, right? I could be John Bon Jovi. That's our son-in-law. John Bon Jovi's our son-in-law? <laughs> no, Tommy. Oh, my God. I was going to say, why am I working so hard? I think he's older than us. Oh, yeah, that's true. That'd be kind of weird. Um, but... You can you he can go into an arena today and play some song from 1987 and everything is great. Everyone's gonna be happy. Kiss is I out there like... on their final tour and they're playing rock and roll all night and party every day. And <laughs> the song was written in 1974. Um, but a comedian is expected to come out with new stuff all the time. I know. How I hard know. is that? Uh, it's yeah, ri- that's it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I, you know, I couldn't do it. It's funny. I was watching. Um, Speaking of guitars, and I was watching a thing on YouTube uh, about, um, I think it was on, I don't know, one of those talk shows. And it was for... Vaginal dryness? Four, four of the Avengers okay. were up there. And um, they had, some country star was coming on before or after them. Not sure. I didn't watch the whole thing. Anyway, he came out and he said, hey, Robert Downey, um, I have a gift for you. And it was a guitar um, that looked like Iron Man. It wow. had red with the arc reactor on it. Now, isn't and it funny? I talked about doing one like that. Yeah. With the same and it, finishes, but not with an arc reactor. It's one of the big country singers, too. And I'm I'm not, I don't know my country singers. Jason so. Aldean? Mm-mm. It's an older guy. He has a big hat. He almost looks like he could be a, a NASCAR racer. He's Hank got that Williams look. Jr.? No. Wow. <laughs> John Cash? Gene Autry. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know that because I thought of you because I was like, that is just super cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, okay. So anything else you'd like to say about living the life in Florida? No, I love living here. I, I still travel quite a bit um, more than than I enjoy. I, I'm not much for the traveling. You know, flying back to New Jersey or, or flying to Georgia is not so bad. But flying back to New Jersey every once in a while is just, um, yeah, not, not a fan. But Did you meet the devil in Georgia? I did. You're looking for a soulless deal. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's okay. You know, life's life's a little uh, got me a little on edge these days. But that's uh, that's a whole other story for another time. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So uh, one of the things we want to chat about today. We were we're in the car and we're driving. One. Well, this is it, baby. It, well, yeah, but it has segments. It does, but it's all one. It's one topic. It is one topic, and it's it's kind of when, especially when you're down here. Okay, so you're, we're in Florida, and we're driving down the road. And yes, right now nobody can see it, but I'm actually doing a steering wheel motion with my hand. Right, I'm driving down the road, and um, we're headed to Disney. Right, and in uh, the Animal Kingdom. They have a the resort uh, or the park. The, no, the park. Okay. They have a ride based on the Avatar film. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's called the Flight of Passage. Yeah, and it's like they have they have two rides there. Okay, they have the ride the that's Navi like the Navi River yeah. thing, which is a little boat ride, and then they have this this other ride, which is like a Flight a, of Passage. Yeah, it's like a flight simulation kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, which people say that it is. It is life changing, and it has three hour waits for it. Yeah, so three I don't, hours. I don't know. I can't. I'm not changing my life in a theme park, but hey. Um, but that kind of got us talking about Avatar, right? 
and um, and kind of the idea that Avatar was one of those movies that everyone universally seemed to universally love. Not only they universally love it, but people wanted to live the Navi lifestyle. Yeah. And people were going into therapy and all this other stuff. And I fell asleep on the movie. It, and you know what's funny is that you and I do not always see eye to eye on shows or movies. So is that it's not because one I'm of those, taller than you? You know what? I didn't appreciate that. We'll never see eye to eye, sweetheart. You know what? It would be eye to neck. That was really rude. I'm so sorry. Drink so, more wine. Everything will be fine. So anyway, they... Um, what was I saying? You're talking about Avatar. And yeah. we don't always see eye to eye. No, but we don't always see eye to eye because there are, are movies and shows that, you know, I have liked, you haven't, you have, I haven't. So it's not like one of these universal things, but every so often you and I will watch something and both be like, what are we missing? Like everybody's going crazy about this movie and what are we missing? Yeah, and, and Avatar was... Certainly one of them. I'm not going to say it wasn't a a well done visual picture and all this other stuff, but I didn't get the whole like insane adoration of it. And like I said, if I, I literally fell asleep on it, I was in my cousin's basement. And, I didn't and like he had, it. He had a theater in his basement in, the, in this particular home, and I'm sitting there. Maybe it was because I was super comfy or something. But I think our kids had the same reaction too. I'm sitting there wanting to pass out the whole time. And you know what I think I'm going to do? I think one day. I am going to sit down and I'm going to rewatch it and I'm going to see, did I change? Because, you know, you change your opinion sometimes. Did I change an opinion? Yeah. Because I know like other movies um, that we weren't going to talk about that I'm going to just throw out there being on this topic is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I thought Chris Pratt was good in it. Yep. Um, Did I want to have his babies over it? No. No, but I hope not. But uh, I watch it and I go, okay, well, it was good. That was fun. The second one, we didn't even finish. No, I never did. Um, And um, it didn't bother me not finishing it either. And the other one that we saw. I like Fat Pratt better. (laughs) He was good at it, though. I'm not going (laughs) to deny that, but. I loved her a lot, the female character. I can never remember it. Was she also an avatar? I think she was. That's uh, Zoe something. I forget what her name Zaldana, was. Zaldana something Yeah, like that. I think so. I like her. Maybe she's the problem. No, I like her. Oh. Okay. I like her. Um, but the other one we saw was Black Panther, which, don't get me wrong, it was a really, really good movie, but um, not Oscar award winning, not Oscar nominated. No, yeah, I, I don't agree. agree. Every freaking superhero movie that's come out and you're telling me that it's Black Panther. It's Black Panther. Black Panther is the shizzle. And I just don't... I, I enjoyed funny. it. I, I enjoyed it like I enjoy most Marvel films, but I didn't... Um, you know, I watched it and I'm like, okay, great. He's that guy. He's great, though. He is. He is great. Yeah. Um, but the um, Don Cheadle was talking about Black Panther and they were they were like doing something and, and he said, yeah, he goes, uh, Wakanda... I wouldn't know anything about that because you think they'd ask the black guy, hey, do you want to go to Wakanda and be part of the Black Panther cast? No, nobody asked me. Yeah. And I was like, that is really funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Yeah, he was not He was not welcome in Wakanda. He wasn't. Yeah. The black superhero yeah. was not allowed in with the other black superhero. And not for nothing, but he was a black superhero before. He was. Before they were. He's really good, too. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, African-American. I didn't yes. mean to. Sorry. Like, whoa. Yeah, well, well, yeah. 
So um, we had other movies, though. When we started talking about this, there are other movies that fell into this same kind of, like, I don't get it kind of thing. Uh, yeah, right? some of these you didn't see. Uh, some of these you had different opinion than I did. Yeah. So, so let's um, talk about them. Like, give me one. Did Avatar. Uh, oh, God. People are going to absolutely hate when I say this. La La Land. See, I, I kind of like La La Land. I wouldn't watch it a second time, but I kind of liked it. I thought it was okay. I, I, I didn't. I liked the beginning. Uh, not an Oscar award winner. Not. No. And I, and part of it is, and, and Tommy's going to kill me. I am not a Ryan Gosling fan. <gasps> so fell over the crowd. Ryan Reynolds, yes. Well, because he's funny. He's Deadpool. He is, and that's really funny. Yeah. We're going to see Shazam. Um, I can't wait to see Shazam. Right. Okay, so La La Land we kind of disagree with. Yeah. Um, how, about, now- <laughs> how about any Quentin Tarantino movie? No. I don't care what it is. No, I, I, I don't care for them either. Again, it's one no. of those things that we both agree with. No, because here's the thing. Okay, now Quentin Tarantino is a well, his first, you know, major picture is like Pulp Fiction. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, it's groundbreaking!" Because he told them the wrong order. I, you know, his movies are confusing enough, and I don't, I don't think that it's because they're so highbrow. I just don't think that they're incredibly well made. I think he, he's, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like his movies. I don't like Pulp Fiction. I don't like any of them. Django. I, I, I started watching Django Unchained. I could happened? not even watch it. Five minutes of it and I and think about DiCaprio's in it. Jamie Foxx is in it. I they mean you have some re- they cannot save it. Not for me anyway. I'm sure other people but loved everybody's it. Everybody's running around saying it's the greatest movie ever in the world yeah. at the time and I, I just don't get it. I, I, I have a side note to this. Yeah. Did you ever watch a movie with somebody it's like a Seinfeld episode actually was. And you loved it or more so hated it. And the person next to you goes, that was so good. And you're like, were you watching what I just watched? Yeah, that was like the English patient episode of Seinfeld, <gasps> right? Yes, with uh, Elaine. Yeah, he, and she got fired over she it got by, fired. Peter, by Peterman because she thought it was ridiculous. And not for nothing... That's one of those movies we saw. We saw The English Terrible. Patient. And I'm like, Terrible. this was not a great film. And it was up for an Oscar. I, I don't know if I it won. won. one Oscars. Awful. And people are like, it's, this is a wonderful film. And I thought it was really not that interesting. And you know, it's... It's such a great love story. He left her in a cave to die. Yeah. Then okay. come, he came back. I don't know what he was doing, but... Yeah. I You know, I and I just didn't get it. I, I didn't get it. I, I... I I saw didn't get it get it didn't get it didn't get it I saw the uh, Lone Ranger you Mm -hmm. really saw that with Johnny Depp Um, yeah because well I like Johnny Depp and um, what's her name was in it Um, Helena Bonham Carter was in it what's the big dude's name who played uh, oh I love him Army Hammer Army Hammer Hammer was in it I love him so I go to see with my sister and when my mom was still alive and we walk out of the theater and I went that was awful. And my sister went, I thought it was good. And it's one of those situations like I'm talking about where you're like, what were you watching? It was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yep. Oh, another universally known film. This was a big one. The freaking Batman. Um, the the last big Batman film. The one. Well, the Christian no. Bale. Yeah. Christian Bale. And the original with, Batman. Uh, with what's his name? The guy who died. Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger. Right. Awful. 
awful film. I I didn't get it either. And it's funny because Tria had a friend over. I fell asleep during that one too. Tria had a friend over who swore it was a great movie. Her brother, Is it the narcolepsy or a shitty film? Her brother loved it. And she's like, oh, I love it. She comes over and I put it on. And uh, she's like, this movie is kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. But everybody's like, oh, the Dark Knight is so outstanding. I, I got into a discussion with a, a woman once about Iron Man versus Batman. How I know how geeky is this. And she was like, well, I think Batman would take Iron Man down. And I said, how would that be? I said, he belt. flies. I said, he has missiles that shoot out of his suit. <laughs> he, doesn't have a bat- he doesn't have a batarang. It's so silly. Yeah. Nah, that'll buy it. Bruce Wayne wouldn't stand a chance. No. And it's funny because I loved Michael Keaton as Batman. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker movie. Christian which, Bale is speech impediment Batman. <laughs> although he was very, very good as um, Vice, was it called Vice? Vice? Vice, yeah. Very, very good as Dick Cheney. Very yeah, good. That was another one of those movies, though. I just didn't get it. Um, same thing. No, with, not that one. You didn't see that no, one. No, no, I no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking oh. about, about Batman. Yeah, still. no. Yeah, I, I didn't get it and literally fell asleep on it. I, You know what it is? It's also, it's probably nighttime. I'm probably comfortable. The movie is is dark. It's very, the whole. Well, it is all called the, scene, the Dark Knight, babe. Well, yeah, it really was because it put me to sleep. Dark Knight. Isn't that kind of redundant? I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, it wasn't, was not a good film. Didn't enjoy it. So, same thing with pretty much any Coen Brothers film, either. Um, I can't deal with You know what I them. didn't like? Hmm? Good thing people can't send me letters. I did not like The Devil Wears Prada. Really? Did not like that. I can't say I hated it. Um, Again, hyped up. And I went to see... I'm like, I just... And Meryl Streep, if I see one more movie where Meryl Streep pops in. Yeah. I used to love her and now she's just so... She's just too too much of her, you think? Oh, I'm immersed in Meryl Streep. Not that I want to be. And it's wow. just, wow, too much. Wow, you're immersed in Meryl Streep. So can I, can um, I talk about... Pop music? No. Uh, speaking, speaking of Meryl Streep, yeah. Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, I did not. I was lucky that I didn't see this film, apparently. Okay. So I went with my girls and we were looking forward to it, especially my oldest one. Watched Mary Poppins, you know, the original Mary Poppins, uh, the first Mary Poppins, I should say, with Julie Andrews and and incomparable Dick Van Dyke. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Disney commercial. <laughs> that was some great movie ride. Yeah. Which they closed. Let's go. I'm going to cry. Anyway, so we went to see it, and it was so bad. How uh, bad was it? I was like, could not wait for it to be over. Um, so even with... Both the girls... Even with... Uh, what, with what's Lin-Manuel? Yeah, Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda. Lin-Manuel's adorable. It. He really is, but... But he couldn't save I it. I just... There, it just... You know what I think it was? The the original Mary Poppins was just wonderful. I mean, in every way, shape, and form. The songs, you know, we all know the songs of Mary Poppins. I don't think anybody can name me one song from this new Mary Poppins movie. Not one. I couldn't even tell you. It was I just wouldn't know if I heard it. terrible. So um, I was watching Spirited Away. Okay. 
with Tria the other night or yeah, two days ago. And it was it's a it's an, like an anime kind of movie, right? Mm-hmm. When you consider it. And it's uh it's sponsored by Disney or Disney paid for I think it or they whatever. Produced it. Yeah. And she really wanted to watch it. She's not really into this stuff. It was so good. And I said to Tria, it's amazing that this movie is better than Mary Poppins Returns. Right. And I'm not kidding. Like, Spirited Away was really, really good. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it, but I think I would like to. I don't have any problem with, um, with you know, uh, anime-type films or anything like that. Being that our oldest one grew up on Pokemon. Which was pretty much, you know, anime or, you know, manga. Yeah, they're doing the movie for that, too. Ryan um, Reynolds is uh, Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah, actually, it's, it's coming cute. out soon. Looks cute. Pokemon, gotta catch them, catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> a carriage will pull us through. You hit me and I kill you. Pokemon. Pokemon. Mm. It's better than saying their full names. That's why they called it Pokemon, because Pocket Monsters doesn't fit in a song really well. Gotta catch them all. Pocket Monsters. See? You're, you know what? You're you're very intelligent. It doesn't work. You know what? You are Mr. Worldwide. I am. <laughs> I am Mr. Worldwide. I'm just Mr. Wide. Oh, stop it. Oh. I love you. Oh, good. There's a lot of me to love, sister. Okay. So what other one do we want to talk about? Uh, oh, well, there's a movie that, that I enjoyed and you despised, and it took me a really long time to get you to watch it. <laughs> Um, that being Benjamin Button. Ugh, I would rather watch Private Benjamin. Ow. <laughs> the Goldie Hawn vehicle, that Private Benjamin? I loved that movie. Oh, I liked Benjamin Button. I thought it was a well done film. Oh, Bubba, that was the most depressing thing. I don't uh, like anything sad. Okay, well, it was it was a little on the sad side. But I uh, nonetheless thought it was a pretty good film. Yeah, but you, you're a big Brad Pitt person. I can take him or leave him. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. Yeah, we so we mm-hmm. didn't agree on that one. Nope. How about movies that critics said sucked, and we watched them anyway? Like, we have all the time in the world to waste. Oh. You know, it's like these critics, <laughs> the, you, you see a trailer for a film, and they got the trailer guy with the voice, <laughs> right? In a world. And he's like, in a world. <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> The most intense film you've ever seen. <laughs> right? He pulls out that voice and they could make they could polish a turd and make it look good when it comes to it. Seriously, a those people that do trailers are amazing. Yeah, because I'm sitting there, we're watching this movie. Uh, or we were gonna but we were what? thinking about watching a movie, right? Like the movie Mother, for instance. They made it look like the greatest horror film ever in the world that was oh, about to come. Yeah, and it's funny because you didn't see it. And I was like, you're away. And I'm like, you didn't care either way. I usually try to watch movies you don't care either way if I watch. So right. I'm like, all right, I like Jennifer Lawrence. And uh, I'll, I'll give it a, <laughs> I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. Let me see. Let me say. So I'm watching it. And I can honestly say the critics gave it like, I think Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 15 or something. I don't even think it was a seedling. Okay. <laughs> That's how low it was. That was funny. Ishtar was looking at it saying, oh, damn, that's a bad God. movie. So um, I'm watching it going, all right, this is really interesting. And by the time you get to the end, 
I was so confused. I was like, and that's the best way to explain it. It wasn't like it was a bad movie. It was confusing. So I had to, after I watched it, I had to go back and I had to read. So if anybody even thinks of watching Mother, read what it's about before you watch it. And I bet if you read it and understand the symbolism of each character, which is biblical, you will get the movie like she's supposed to be mother nature but aren't movies supposed to be suspending disbelief and no but going there's away nothing you shouldn't have to do do like research well no what they exactly and what they should have done is somewhere in it i don't care if they had you know something stated in the beginning they needed to have something stated of what was going on because there were it was literally like humans, which they are, doing their thing and weird things happening. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And so it turns out that she's Mother Nature. Xavier Bardem is God. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer and whoever else is like Adam and Eve. And that's who they all represent. But they're people of today, like going into houses and things are shaking and People are grabbing at at at. Uh, yeah, it's coming out like like a crazy like, cultish horror film thing. And if you want, I'm telling you, if you, I think I may give it another shot now Ugh. that I know the background of it and just watch it and see if knowing it, if that makes the movie better. Yeah, and something like that. It you if you have to do that much interpretation, there's there's like no value in it. It's not like they're re, they're telling retelling a movie or telling something in a different way but they're telling you some story and you're supposed to figure out that this is symbolic of mother nature and all this other nonsense yeah the closest i can uh, symbolism in mother nature was in in a year without a santa claus you know with uh you know the heat miser they went to mother nature's house and she had birds in her head (laughs) but we understood that was mother nature exactly i didn't have to go and and read novels and 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 you know all this and all this stuff to figure out. Yeah, all it was this a stuff. little. It was a little, and I like strange. I mean, I like strange movies. I saw Suspiria, the the remake, and they kind of trashed it, and the critics trashed it, and it was so good. I, I I have to say, I let's just say I enjoyed the movie a lot. In fact, I'll probably watch it a second time because it was wow. just such a freaking weird movie. Yeah. Really weird, and I don't have a problem with weird movies. I mean, there's always gonna. No, we like weird. Yeah, I like weird, and I a lot of times I don't care what critics think. That's why we liked um, Black Mirror because it's weird, right? But at first, we didn't like Black Mirror. No, first we didn't like. That's the other thing was the the, the shows or the movies that we have heard are great. We watch it first time we don't like it and then give it a second chance right. and then like it. Black and, Mirror and, was one of them. And there were some really big ones like Seinfeld. Like Seinfeld. Well, also uh, Curb Your know, Enthusiasm, which is yeah. under that same category. Kind yeah, of. we didn't really care for it like at the first first pass. And you know what's really interesting? Mm-hmm. When I think about Curb Your Enthusiasm and how you know we were like, what the heck is this? The humor is so different. And then years later... Right, we're talking like last season or whatever. There was a Lin Manuel episode, yes, right, with him on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So we were able to bring Victoria's World. Our middle one loves Lin Manuel. She's seen Hamilton twice, twice, yeah. And we were able to enjoy that episode with her because it was our show mixed with 
her person. So I adore Larry David, and you know that. Like oh, yeah. he he's the guy I saw at the Oscars that looked right at my camera. So right. adore, adore, adore him. Yeah, but you know, at first, you know, we watched Seinfeld and Curb, and both we were like, eh. and somehow or another, probably because Netflix and all those other distracting. Uh, Streaming networks weren't out yet. You give it another go. You know, you know I'm just going to throw a little, another little side note in there for you. Throw it in. You ready? Give me the note. What do you think of Zac Efron? <sighs> See, I'm kind of torn. Okay, because I like him. I do too. Um, I've seen at least, I've seen two movies. All right, if I, if I, okay. if I take High School Musical out of it. <laughs> okay. And you loved the first oh, one. Oh, see, because here's a little story for you. Oh, God, that so, was funny. So nobody is home, okay? I, no, I was, yeah, I was out. Yeah, you were out. Mm-hmm. The girls were not there. And I think I may have had Christian. And I was home with him alone. And High School Musical, the first one, came on. And I sat there and I watched it. And I'm like, this was a great movie. <laughs> I didn't get all teary-eyed over Troy at the end. Um but I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. As weird as that sounds, I thought it was. And it, it does was very sound well weird, done. honey. I am sorry. I just, you know, just loved it. Loved little Zacky. Um, but I, I thought it was a well done movie, especially for you know just a Disney movie. You know, a Disney Channel made movie. I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. And of course, it turned into a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. And and rightly so. Yeah, and I and I thought to myself, well, this kid should have some career, right? And. Um, he met with, uh, and we did talk about Baywatch. I remember one time that was which was just, really bad, and it shouldn't have been. I mean, you got the rock in there, and can you smell? I didn't smell anything that day. Uh, failure. Yeah, um, and it, you know, it, not a not a good film at all. Um, but I, we did see him in that movie with Robert De Niro. Um, you remember he was the squeaky clean kid. And Robert De Niro oh, was the dirty grandpa. Dirty grandpa yes. was so good. It was really funny. It was really funny. Um, De Niro was fantastic in it, um, and he was just being De Niro. What was that other movie I saw Zach Efron in that was really good? What Seventeen again? Was that, was, oh was yeah, that was very very good. But he wasn't very the main good. character in it. No, but he was still in it. He's not usually the main character unless it was High School Musical. Because well, we got Bundy coming out. Now that's that's this is I think the the, the test. Yeah, this is the test because this is um, he looks like a minute. You know, a biograph biographical uh, type of thing. So you're you're he's playing Ted Bundy, notorious serial killer, killing fifty something plus women, but was a very charismatic dude. And um, we had heard that he's going to play him, and maybe he could use this finally as that launching pad into you know better movie choices or better better options thrown his way. <laughs> but from what I've seen. Uh, it looks like he's going to to do some job in that because he looks like him. He sounds like him. I mean, it's it's one of those. He's got the whole package. Yeah, yeah, and the whole charisma thing. I mean, the kid's charismatic anyway. Um, you know, so hopefully it turns into something. I don't understand that somebody who appears like they have everything. Yeah. Um, you know, he can act. He can dance. He can. He can. He can do a he, lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And why is it that? It just doesn't work. Well, it's probably a combination of. I think it's a combination of two things, right? It's probably bad movie choices, one, or typecasting. 
you know, everybody wants him to sing and dance and be the Disney Channel kid, but he's a grown ass man now. I know, but you know what? If that was me, I can't really say, but I would think that if that was me and the thing that people liked about me was the fact that, you know, the cuteness and the the funny or whatever quirkiness and that's what made me money. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, but that's only going to go so far. You know, you're not going to be a 35 year old, you know, Disney Channel heartthrob. You know? I'm not even talking about Disney Channel. I'm just saying those kind of roles. Like, why didn't he go into another? Why oh, need like, to Like, he was in something. The Greatest Showman, right? And man, that kid can dance. But that show, that movie, ugh, I didn't like it. Yeah. I did not like The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Blowman. I didn't like it. I really Ouch. didn't. And Hugh Jackoff couldn't say that either. No. Yep. No. Mm-mm. He's the biggest Jackman I ever saw. He's a huge <laughs> Ackman. Baba, you say this joke all the time. Huge Ackman. It's still funny. Anyway, um, yeah, I didn't see it. I gave a big sigh for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. <sighs> Heavy sigh. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see the movie. I did see the one um, dance scene or something, which was entertaining. That's the but. one I showed you, that, because that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now how about other movies that, that sucked that we still watched anyway? Oh, well, back in the day, I had two. Back Which in ones? the 80s. Which ones? A pirate movie. Oh. <laughs> the pirate movie with, with Christy McNichol and Christopher Atkins was a big piece of garbage. But I had it. I had taped it off of like HBO. That was not the Rex Smith movie, right? <laughs> no. That was... Um, that was, uh, oh God, what was that one called? It was called The Pirates of Penzance, that ah, one. I see, okay. Oh, no, the Rex Smith movie. You're talking about the one with the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Take my breath away. That's what it was called. Was That's it? what the movie was called. Loved it, but pirate movie I had taped wow. off of TV because we did that back in the day. We took our VHS tape and, and then hooked the it up. And no, it was on HBO. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, you didn't have to pause for And I watched it about 50 bazillion times. That, Flash Gordon. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, Queen was in that oh, movie. Oh, God. Well, it was a Queen song. No, they did the whole soundtrack. Yeah, but they weren't in it. No, they weren't in it, but they did the soundtrack. Yeah, they did the soundtrack, but they weren't. I thought you said they were in it. Uh, maybe they were. Who knows? They were not in it. Okay, whatever. And then the other one I loved was Staying Alive. Staying Alive. You like Saturday Night Fever. Yes. I like Staying Alive so much that, again, I taped it. On VHS. Well, in the world of dysfunction, you know, so Saturday Night Fever came out in, whoa, uh, 1975, I believe it was. And, you know, R-rated film. There was, you know, some some kid killing himself, sex in the cars, snorting coke. What do you do if you're a responsible mom? You take your eight-year-old. Of course you do. Of course. Listen. Yeah. You saw that, and then I saw Halloween. I saw The Exorcist, too. You know, also when I was about eight. Yeah. So go figure. Wonder why I have a tw- little bit of twist in my brain. You know? So, yeah. So I saw Saturday Night Fever when I was about eight. And um, I don't think you were eight, babe. I think you were older than that. No, I wasn't. I saw it in the theater. And it came out in 75. And when you're eight, you don't completely understand all of that. You understand some of the real serious crap. But there's it some of it got me prepared kinda, for dating, I'm thinking. I mean, you thought you had sex with a belly button. So I did. what did you know? That's actually true. <laughs> so when I was a little kid, I kind of had it right and kind of had it wrong at the same time. So I had the, the parts almost right. I knew it had something to do with the wiener, but I thought you had to pee into a girl's belly button. Wiener. How old are you? I'm like seven. <laughs> So, yeah, I almost, I almost had it right, you know, but... You could say penis. Penis? So, 
No, not a guy that the, plays the a penis, piano. The penis would urinate into the belly button. And that's how babies were born. <laughs> Boom. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Saturday Night Fever. Uh, yes. So, um, but yeah, I, you, so you loved staying alive. Yes, I loved it. I, I watched that about, I, I knew like the lines, like Indiana Jones and Temple Doom, knew the lines, like uh, I am a, I am a huge, 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 huge movie person. Huge. Yes, but staying alive? I loved it. Wow. Was it, what was the, uh, what was the, uh, jump? Remember what was the play called? It was called, um, <laughs> Devil's Inferno. I think it was. I think that's wrong. Jump! What? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Mr. Carter. What did they have in Tropic Thunder? What was the, the thing in that? What, that? Oh, that was Satan's Alley. Satan's Alley, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Devil's Inferno. It was Satan's Alley in Tropic Thunder or Satan's Alley? No, it, was, it was Satan's Alley in Tropic Thunder. Okay, okay. Um, uh, yeah. That movie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, that was oh a funny film. Oh, my gosh. What other, uh, what other films were pretty much pan that you liked? You said, so you gave me those two. Are there any more? Um. Oh, oh, Fred Claus. Yeah, I love Fred Claus, even though you know Kevin Spacey is in it. But and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, but no, 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 no. I'm saying Kevin Spacey because of all those sexual allegations. Yeah, Claire. But there was nothing with Vince Vaughn. No, no, he's just a bad actor. Yeah, but that was his one good role that I liked. Oh, I, I also liked him in Dodgeball. Did not like him in True Detective. That guy took what could have been a good show and shat upon it, right? I, I mean, literally. It, it was one of those things where you have have Colin Farrell and all these guys, and they're playing like these grimy dudes. It was Colin Farrell and Rachel McAdams. Yeah, and who I also don't like. But She's um, okay. Eh. I mean, she's not like... No. But she was in the role she was playing. Again, grimy cop thing going on. And then you got Vince Vaughn there playing some some uh, you know property magnate guy going, "Yeah, see? It was like a throwback to another time. I felt he was like a 50s mobster. Yeah, it was that really was just unbelievable not, and bad. Yeah, the first year detective Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson was great. Yeah. And then the one we just watched was good. It was a little with Mahershala, yeah, yeah, I thought I thought it was very good. Yeah, but the second one was oh, oh, awful, awful, and it got really bad reviews too. Yeah, so I think we universally agreed that it sucked. Everybody balls. agreed, yes. Yeah, it was it was awful. It was awful. That guy could wreck any film, but he didn't wreck Fred Claus. No, did not. Now, do you think it was him or was it Ludacris playing the little DJ that that saved the film? I don't know. Oh my god, that was funny. You know, that was really that was a, such a because it had a really heartwarming story at the end too. That's why yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it did. Okay, so do we also want to talk about which we are talking about actually yeah, about things we didn't shows. like we didn't like at first and then they kind of grew on us. Um, so we had an experience just the other day, right? So we're, um, wait, I'll give a hint. Baba Duke. Baba Duke. <laughs> that was really good, Bob. So Baba Duke, right? So Baba Duke is this this everyone's like Baba Duke is the greatest film known <laughs> to man. Wait, they should have named it Baba Duke. Yeah. And it could have been you. Baba Dukey. <laughs> 
right? So, but people were touting this. Some people were saying this is this is the like a fantastic horror, horror film. It's like the new genre of horror film. It's going to devastate your soul. <laughs> and we watched it, and I'm like, "What is this piece of dookie? It it's a all- piece of Baba Dookie." Is what it was. You have is a big floppy lump of babadookie. Why is it right out of the that pants? You don't shut down my leg, babadookie on the floor. Why is it you're saying words like like duty and wiener? Like duty, poopy, wiener, <laughs> caca, new new, flu floop. So go ahead. So we the Bob yeah. we did not like. Me, right. the, the two of us agreed. Yeah, we well, agreed. Like, what it the was heck? a piece of this is not scary dog snot because no they told question. me it's horror movie. It was just based. It was just a regular movie. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, yeah. but but we're watching it. I'm like, this is there is nothing horror about this. What's a horror is that there was ever put the celluloid. That's what the horror is. You know, I was uh, what film celluloid. Wow. Ah, oh, word, of the day. word of the day, celluloid, <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, celluloid, <laughs> Lloyd great Bridges, Scott. all the Lloyds. <laughs> Got to do your great Scott. <laughs> Lloyds of London. Anyway, do your great Scott. What great Scott? When he said that, he'd go, great Scott. Oh, because of Christopher Lloyd? Great Scott. <laughs> Marty. Marty. 1.7.1 gigawatts. Oh, okay, okay. Right? I still don't know how many gigawatts he was talking about anyway. That so was anyhow, funny. I like that. Anyway, so the Babadook. So so Tria has a a class in cartoon appreciation or something. It's in cartoon. I don't know. What is it exactly? It, is it film appreciation? Cinema or something. Yeah. I don't know. You know, we call it an instant A. Um, for her, she calls it an instant beer. See, so anyway, so she she has to pick a film off of the list, and Baba Dookie Stain is one of those films. So of course, we pick the Baba Dookie Stain because we had seen it already. She saw it before too. Yeah. She saw it with us actually, and chose to actually rewatch this piece of dreck. Uh. So, yeah, so the Babadookie stain, we're watching it on TV again. Well, wait, we're, we're sitting there making Snow White ears. Because that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I gl- she glittered a little apple, and we did blue flowers on one side of the ear, red on the other, a little apple in the middle. So that's what we were doing while watching the Babadook. Right. And then I'm sitting there watching probably the last half hour or so of the well, movie. all of us were, and we all had the same opinion. Yeah, I'm like, this was pretty good. Yeah, we all, none of us liked it the first time. None of us. I thought the whole, because the Babadook comes out, he looks like a cardboard cutout, okay, of like some scary little troll. If you took, if you took Danny DeVito's character when he played the penguin. Yeah. And you made a cutout of it and painted it black, that's what the Babadook looked like. You know, and it kind of, it's true, and it kind of reminded me of Slender Man. Yeah. And he's just in the dark. You don't really see him. And all you hear is, right you hear that that's what you hear and i'm like somehow it's supposed to be scary now it did have some crazy other meaning but when you watched it back the second time you gotta watch it twice i kind of got it you really gotta watch it twice and also knowing the fact that it was more of a psychological thing than it was you know like a uh, possession type film um you know, they painted this psychological battle in this woman's head as a possession type film. But if you watch it knowing that, 
and I don't like to have to know stuff ahead of time, but watching it the second time, I kind of felt like, yeah, you know what? I got it. And, and actually the woman who was the main actress in it was fantastic when I watched it back. She was really good. Yeah. I think she's an Australian, um, actress. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Me as well. Me as well. Time. Myself as well. Yeah. Yourself as well. <laughs> now, then there's, there's movies that you don't like because of certain things that go on in the movie. Right? Like the movie Due Date. Right? Yeah. Now, you were kind of, you didn't like the movie for a couple of reasons. You didn't like it because Robert Downey was not a nice guy. Yes. And he gobbed in the dog's face. I did not like that. Even though he did not... For real. Technically, yeah. But in the movie, I didn't like the fact that he was playing a jerk because... Sonny. Because... Sonny is the masturbating dog <laughs> in the film. I want to know how they did that, by the way. <laughs> I, um, was that a stunt doggy wiener? I don't know. Because Sonny was, Listen, Sonny was diddling the package in the film. Listen, you know the I'm first saying. time I watched it, and I know it didn't get great reviews, um, didn't make a lot of money, but it's one of those I that I'm it watching... it did okay, actually. No, no, I don't think so. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Look keep up. talking. Go ahead. Yeah, keep talking. Oh, keep talking. The um, when I first watched it, I'm kind of like now Robert Downey plays you know Tony Stark Iron Man, and he plays this you know cocky not not so much a, of a jerk, but just a cocky individual. And this one, he was just not nice. Yeah, he was so mean to Zach Galifianakis in that too. And I was like, I don't like this. And when he spit in the dog's face, I was like. No. So then I decided that I'm going to give it a second try. So I watched it a second time and actually liked it. With Ethan Tremblay. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, you know, sorry. So the movie got on Rotten Tomatoes, got a 40%. Yeah. It didn't do that IMDb great. gave it a, a 6.5 out of 10. I'm telling you, it did not do that great. And I liked it. It's not that one of those that I would, like, buy and watch a lot, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to see exactly how it performed. Um, you know, that's another interesting thing, too, that most of the movies that people are drawn to to watch over and over okay, again. Well, here, let me give you a little info, Nympho. Ready? Oh, my gosh. Why would you say that? Because it rhymed. It's not factual. Anyway, I've said that since I'm a kid. Being with the Saturday Night Fever and all that. And the that. belly button sex. And the belly button sex, yeah. Uh, the budget for that this film we're talking about was $65 million. The box office was 211 I know, but it didn't do well with the critics or the people. I don't know anybody that talks about due date. It does say it received mixed reviews, but grossed a pretty good amount of you money. You are talking too much about the statistics for this thing. Just Anyhow, saying, because nobody really cares. Well, I just wanted to find out whether it blew at the box Then you could have looked after we stopped doing the podcast. But then they'd have to do an update podcast. No, they don't care. Oh, People man. in Virginia do not care. Virginia, by the way, showing up on the podcast stats. You know why? Because Virginia is for lovers. That's what they say. That's what they say. The only thing I remember about Virginia is driving through it in ungodly amounts of traffic on I-95. I couldn't True. figure out why, though. You know, but I remember that about Virginia. You know why? Why? Because they're all making love, and now they're late for their job. And that's why it's happening. That, that's tangible. If it, it truly is for lovers, yeah. then that's what's happening. I think happening. that's what it is. But for those representing Were they Virginia, all coming out of Motel 6? <laughs> hey, were the lights on for you for real? You know what? It's funny. I drove past the Motel 6 and the lights were burned out. Right. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. I drove past the Motel 6 that was like totally blacked out. So we're M-O-T out, so it's called the L? 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's just redundant because L is the. Anyway, any other movies you could think of? Um, not really. So if you were going to be dropped off on an island today, okay, yeah. let's, let's do desert island movie pick. Iron Man. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for coming and joining and listening to our podcast. That was fantastic. So why would Iron Man be your Desert Island movie pick? It's one of those movies that I could watch and I have watched over and over and over again. I just adore it. And you don't get sick of it ever? Nope. You could watch it every day for the rest of your life. Yes, I could. So you'd have a VHS player, solar powered, or you'd have the, the, uh, you know, the... uh, the coconuts on the bicycle like that in Gilligan's Island to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you would watch that forever. The and first never. Iron Man or the second, but preferably the first. Hmm. Very interesting. Any other films mm-hmm. that you'd, you'd want as a desert island alternative pick? Probably Star Wars. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which was a box office bomb when it first came out. Yeah, I know. I know. And I think it would have been maybe the second one. The Empire Strikes Empire, Back, which is the one I think oh, which I is like actually the most. excuse me, the fifth one. Whatever, whatever. I, I don't get into all that nonsense. So I think that'd be my second pick, but um, yeah, I notice both the characters are kind of the same. The main characters in that like are, are cocky, rebellious. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're getting there. also just a lot of action going on. There's there's good storyline, lots of dialogue, and all this other stuff. So yeah, it makes some sense. And yours is what the Apple Dumpling Gang? No, the Don <laughs> Knotts vehicle. Right? What's yours? Um, we I, I talked about two movies. So since, since you had two movies, I'll talk about. I two didn't movies. have to, but you asked I, me I, a asked second you for an because you, <laughs> you had you came off too quick with the pick, girl. Is this a Kiss movie? No, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> no, it was not Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> Um, any which way you can with Clint Eastwood. Okay, that was a good. I remember you saying that. Yes. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, as a kid, I watched this movie probably about a million times. It's on HBO pretty much every five minutes for this one particular summer, and uh, every time it's on, I will watch it. Okay. Yo, and yay though I what did the guy say? Um, about the the uh, Valley of the Shadow of Death, I will chew on Philo Beto's ass for my last supper. Right. So yeah, that's a quote from the film by a guy named Chola. What's your second pick? Um, my second pick would be Forrest Gump, which I think is probably one of the best films ever made, in my opinion. In your opinion. In my opinion. In my opinion, to me, tomato. Yeah. In my opinion. I think that that's one of the finest films ever, ever committed to celluloid. Do you know what's really interesting? Mm-hmm. I guess about me is that I usually pick, aside from these these two movies, movies that are just crap. Like I watched a movie called um, After Hours, yeah, with Griffin Griffin Dune, Griff, Griff, yeah, Griffin Dune, about a bazillion times. Okay, because I was always the redundant movie watcher. Um. And I think about that, that like the pirate movie and, and, and that movie, it's like, I always like staying alive. It's like they were even back in the day, I knew they were crappy movies, but there was something about them. Like maybe because they were simple, maybe it's because there was nothing to them, but there was some little stupid story plot to it. I don't know. Yeah, no. And Flash Gordon, 
I loved Flash Gordon. Could it be the time that they came out too? This, I mean, this is probably this is a pretty good time. I know in my life we talked about that in previous podcasts, but um, that was a good time period for me. No, but even in the time I was in, I'm not reflecting. I'm saying at that time period, these are the movies I watched over and over again. Right. Yeah, and I, and I think I saw Flash Gordon like once. Oh God! But I would still shove my hand in that stump. Um, you know? <laughs> I don't care what they say. I don't even know what's in it, but I'm shoving my hand in the stump. That's the way I work. That was really funny. Risky, baby. <laughs> and I want his golden locks, too. Uh, the guy who played him. Oh, um, I can't think of his name. Although, I, w- I will say, now, even though, I saw, even though I saw The Exorcist pretty much while in utero, um, I always loved... Uh, Max von Sydow, and in, in that movie, playing Ming the Merciless. Oh, he was perfect for that. Yeah, he was perfect for mm-hmm. that, and that dude can play like anything. Him when I was young, Max von Sydow and Christopher Lee. When were, like, I was young, when I was just a wee babe, <laughs> um, like Christopher Lee. Like here's here's some schlocky stuff that I loved as a kid. Okay, your time is up. <sighs> the Hammer horror films. So if anybody likes, um. You know, old-looking schlocky horror. Go look up the Hammer films, and there's a connection to the Hammer films from, from one of your film, from one of your move, one of Which your one? Desert Island picks. What in Star Wars? Peter Cushing was yeah. in that the uh, Star Wars films. That's true. That's but true. He played Doctor Frankenstein in the Hammer films, and some other roles in the Hammer films too. Um, and but the Hammer films are what made Christopher Lee famous. Um, you know, he was, he was a ridiculously good Dracula. And, um, so yeah, I used to watch the Hammer films no. a lot as a kid. No, the best Dracula. Frank Langella? No. Um, I'm drawing a blank. You can't draw blanks. <laughs> Technically, can you really draw a blank? What's his name, bub? Which movie? Dracula. <laughs> oh, Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman. Gotcha. Oh, he was so good. He was. Well, he made Dracula sexy. He made it, you know, it was like a love story. It was. It was right. an undying Not that love. I'm saying Gary Oldman's sexy or anything. I think you did. Mina, drink the blood. And you know that's interesting because Keanu Reeves married Winona Ryder in that movie. Like, they didn't real, they, they've been married for years. Yeah, because knew? they actually got married in that movie. Yeah, but no one knew. But they treat it like they're not. It's strange. Strange But they, they wish each other happy anniversary or something like that. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah. yeah. That was a little fact for everybody before we... little fun fact before we wrap up this podcast. Yes. Well, anyway, so it's been a little while since we've had a, had a podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will try to produce more often, uh, you know, now that we're... We're fully uh, enveloped in the Florida lifestyle. So. Shout out to Virginia. Virginia. Oh, represent. Represent Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Tell your friends. Tell anyone who's interested in listening to the podcast to give a listen. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll hate us. Maybe they'll come down here and spit in my face. And we might do a YouTube know. thing. I don't know. Yeah. We're kind of talking about that. Uh, Since we're living the Florida life. We're living thinking the Florida of- life. And we live near pretty much every... You know, Central Florida attraction. Yeah, we got known beaches. Man. We got obviously Disney, and we are darn interesting. We are. You know, I mean, we have a no, we have we have a a natural banter back and forth, and I think it's you know, I think that would convert well to video. Even though I would probably block the entire screen out with my massiveness. Oh, stop! 
I'm a chubs. What am I going to say? Aww. But I'm I'm big, fat, and happy. So, so on that note, my love, thank you for spending uh, one hour, three minutes, and 27 seconds. 28, 29, 30. 30. <laughs> chatting it up with me about... Uh, some films that we stay, we say suck. Wow, this and, topic uh, is right up my alley. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it was, it was fun. I mean, because you know, we we've discussed this topic for years, like mm-hmm. especially when it came to Avatar. Still don't get it, but maybe we need to watch again and go on the ride or something. And uh, until next time, folks, um, go tell your friends. Uh, I'd like to see our statistics rise. Uh, Virginia's representing. I'd like to see the rest of the planet get on board and uh, give us a listen. And uh, we will see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.